to the Lord your God in the wilderness only ye shall not go very far away don't go too far entreat for me don't be fooled by that term entreat for me he doesn't mean a word he's saying Lord Jesus we just claim your word and we know we got a signature from heaven whatsoever we ask in thy name you gave us no limit no boundaries you said whatsoever that you would do it confirm your word now Jesus hallelujah and bless this service bless everyone that's here bless them Lord understanding let them know in this service it's for them. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. My title is, How Far is Too Far? Can you imagine after 430 years in captivity, being ruled with a rod of iron, enslaved against your will, Forced labor, forced captivity, unable to release yourself. And then a word from God came to you that the shackles can be broken. A word came from God that you can be free. That you don't have to be in bondage any longer. This could be your year of jubilee. If you so desire to be free, you can go free. And then to have the taskmaster, the one that cracked the whip at you every day and make you build bricks and mortars without any help, is saying to you, you may go and sacrifice, but please don't go too far. And my question is, how far is too far? The devil does not mind you go a little ways but don't go beyond his grips now I've seen dogs on leeches and the dog wants to run and you give him a long rope to run and he thinks he's escaping and he runs for a while and all of a sudden it jerks on him he can't get too far he's still connected I'm telling you this morning you can rope the shackle this morning you can have a release once and for all. You can be free. This can be a day of freedom. If you are ready to be free from your shackles and what kept you bound and what kept you down, you can be free. But don't listen to the voice that telling you don't go too far. And Pharaoh said, all right, I'm going to give in because he's holding them back from their release. You see, your taskmaster won't you keep being in slavery and in bondage. They don't want you to be free. But if you are committed and determined in your heart, I'm going to be free if it kills me, that's right. I'm going to be released from this bondage that you've got to make a, a make of mind. But Pharaoh said, you know what, all right, all right. I can't stop you, but I can tell you, don't go too far. And the question is, Pharaoh... How far is too far? Now, if you think like Pharaoh, he's trying to tell you, give up the idea of liberty and freedom and stick to this bondage. 
Now, the Bible tells me that Egypt is where they were. The promised land is in Jerusalem. You're not going to have the promise in Egypt. You are going to be willing to get up and leave where you are. There has to be an environmental change. There has to be a release from your thought process and the peer process if you're going to be free. It may be a far way off, but it's worth it. I want you right now to see it afar off. I want you to be persuaded it's achievable. I want you to expect it. I want you to confess it. I want you to embrace it that I can be free. I don't have to be in bondage any longer. This could be the day when God set you free. And whom the Son sets free will be free indeed. In reality. But Pharaoh says, don't go too far. In other words, don't get so serious about release. Play the game of rehab and recycle and go back and forth, but never get freed. Hello. Tell the devil, this is my day when I'm going to turn the corner and I'm not coming back. I'm going to be free. You know, I used to be a cigarette addict one time. I used to be hooking cigarettes. And I want to tell you, I had many occasions when I threw in the pack and picked it back up. And one thing I never did, I never threw my pack away when I'm too far from it. I always took <laughs> where I knew where it was. It was a temporary, temporary. I'm going to go back to but I never threw it far enough where I couldn't reach it. Hello. That's exactly what Pharaoh is telling the people. I want you to go like you're free, but as long as you come back. And it's about time you tell the devil, I don't want your advice. I'm not coming back. Today I'm going to free myself. I'm going to walk out of here a different person. I'm going to leave different than I came. I came hooked. I'm going to leave here free. No more shackles. No more bondage. No more bound. I'm going to leave here a different person. Goodbye. I'm going to be different. And Pharaoh says, don't go too far. You see, the world has conditioned you not to go too far in commitment. They want everything you do is temporary. They don't want you to involved in the permanency of your freedom. They want you to temporary, you know, and they're going back and relapse and relapse and relapse and relapse. It's time to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Everybody hear me? It's time to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. You can be free. No more chains holding you bound. You can walk out of that great clothing. You can make a step, a leap, a giant step. And say, I'm stepping into freedom. I'm leaving behind all my problems, all my sorrow, all my grief. Goodbye. You're not going to have me bother anymore. My eyes have been opened. My heart's made up. i got a revelation. I can be free. I'm going to take it today. First, you don't go too far. The devil don't mind you have an altar. The altar of convenience. He wants you to think it's easy to believe in them. He's going to get you off there. You can confess and confess, but never possess. The devil wants you to believe there's no effort required to get what you want. He wants you to think that, well, I've got multiple choice. Knowing I'm multiple choice, it's either now or never. 
it's yes or no, but anything in between, you're undecided. Undecided people never make a decision. But when you make a decision, friend, you don't need a smallest board of religion. You want it, you know, you made your mind up. Your heart is fixed. You are purposing your heart. You're purposing your mind. This is it. I'm getting out of here. I'm not coming back. I'm going to turn around for the last time. Amen. Now, the devil don't want you to pay the price tag. It takes a price to be free. Freedom is not free. I learned that with cigarettes. It wasn't free. I had to fight. Because old Nick had me bound. Old Nick had me chained. Nick said, light one up. I said, how, how soon? Another one. Even though my lungs were dying, it cost to turn around. Cost may be disturbing, but it's worth the effort. The distance may be discouraging, but it's worth the effort. Amen. And the requirement may seem prohibitive, but it's worth the cost. It will cost you to be free. But once you're free, you're free at last. Amen. But listen, don't go too far. Don't go too far. The devil wants you amen, to be a counterfeit. Well, you want to be genuine, church. In your mind, take it or leave it. Say, devil, I'm going to leave this place called Egypt. This is bondage. Let me tell you, you can change generational curse. God can wipe your palate clean. God can wipe your slate clean. He can give you a brand new heart, a new spirit, a new mind, and you don't have to go to the same old slop. Amen. Let me tell you, my friend, the devil wants you to take the path of least resistance. You know, devil, the, devil, the doctors today almost like devils sometimes. They find a way to give you placebo pills. And they know it's not going to help you. Well, you're mentally a fool. And you think that a placebo is going to help you. And so you take a path of least resistance. Honey, if you want to lose weight, you're going to take more taking pills. You have to wake up in the morning and run that fat off. Because the weight comes on in direct proportion as you open your mouth. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm in trouble now. <coughs> it's going to cost you something. The devil don't mind a microwave church. It's fight, 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 fight for freedom. It's not going to come easy. But it is worth it. If you want to be free from captivity, you can. This is not a soup kitchen situation. You have to pay your way all the way. Now, listen to me now. Arthur said, I don't want to stay in Moab. Do you know how far Moab was from where you want to go? 200 miles. What would have happened if Arthur had stayed, I mean Ruth had stayed in Moab like her sister did? She would never have met Boaz. And if you keep on going and staying where you are, you will never know what freedom is like. You kind of one day be a premium, I said, Ah, my 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 the guy called Naaman, he wants to be healed. Now, Parfar is just next door to where he needs to go. But for him to be healed, he has to go several miles, almost six miles minimum to Jordan. To be healed. And so, if you want to be healed, sir, it's not going to happen among your friends. 
You need a different script. <laughs> if you hang around Turkey, you'll never fly like eagles. And so, remember that to realize if I'm going to be healed, I can't stay right where I'm at. And Paul Ford don't have the answer. It may be six miles to go or 200 miles, but it's not too far to get healed. I don't care how far you've got to go to get healed. Pay the price. Walk the distance. Shout for victory. But you can be healed, Naaman. But it's not going to happen where you are. It's a mission of comfort. A lot of people are telling you it won't work. But it's worth the effort. There's some people with cancer. And they got a physician telling them, you know what? We're still in the lab trying to find a way how to cure you. But you don't need any other help beside us. Honey, if you're desperate, you can't wait for them to give you an answer. You go around the world to find anybody who claims they got the answer. I go to any extreme, pay any price. And I don't care what the world organization says. I'm going to go where I can get an answer and try till the day I die. And that's how committed you've got to be for your freedom. Your freedom is not one of convenience. It's one of fight and determination. You've got to be determined in your mind. I'm going to be free today. Today it's not easy, but I'm going to press hard to get it. And if it's good, it's not easy. It's hard. But if it's hard, it's worth it. I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to multiple choice. My mind made up. i got one mind or one track mind. Today is my day of liberty. Freedom is mine. And I will not give up. Now you see Lot. Lot in the book of Caveman. Suspicious item. And I about Lot. Lot only had to go 175 miles to be free from Sodom. 175 miles. And the angel told Lot, go up on the mountain and get out of this valley. And you can escape the wrath of God coming on the world. You know what it says? It's too far. The devil is telling you Christianity is too demanding. Let me ask you a question. You got two masters to look at. Jesus Christ, your master, or the devil? You say, well, I look foolish to go to church. Well, whose fools are you right now? The devil's fool or a fool for Christ? You make up in your mind. Amen. And they tell you, Christianity is, is being shoved down your throat. That's better than alcohol. But there's a nicotine being shoved down your throat. It better than drunk being shoved down your vein. I'd rather push the Bible down my throat than push marijuana in my system. I'm trying to tell somebody, convenience will not save me. Easy to believe it, it won't help me. And much of choice, it won't help me. I've got a run track mind. I'm going to see freedom today because Jesus Christ said, I come to set you free. And if you're free, you're free indeed. She loved to go to Zohar. And there's so many people are looking for a convenience religion. I want to tell you right now, Christianity is demanding. But I want to tell you, its yoke is easier than the ones you have. Servitude is a lot simpler than the one you're serving. Sin will take you farther than you're ready to go. It will cost you more than you're able to pay. It will keep you longer than you want to stay. But in Jesus Christ, you're free. 
You're free to worship and you're free not to worship. You're free to come and you're free to go, but where you are right now, you're shackled. And the world don't mind you being religious. Just don't get too serious about it. Don't get too committed. Why are they trying to tell you? And Lot chose to stay with a Sodom situation and end up as a caveman. All he had to do was follow the advice of the messenger of God. Now when I studied the Bible, I realized, folks, that God told Lot, God could have burned Sodom up, go upon the hills. Guess who's upon the hill, friend? That's where Abraham is. Go where Abraham is. No, it costs too much. Maybe they want to build an altar because Lot never built an altar since he left Abraham. Abraham have taught him if you want God promises, then you got to go for a walk. You have to walk away from what you're doing. Walk away from what you're used to. And step into the unknown. But honey, it's a whole lot better than the unknown that you have right now. Because you're not happy where you are. You're in bondage. You're bound. You're shackled. You're not free. You're a victim of your indulgence. But God said, you can be free. As long as you don't think you're going too far. Because you see, Naaman, to be healed, had to go the distance if he planned to be healed. Next door was the parfer, and he can dip all he wants to, but nothing going to happen. Are you sick and tired of trying things that doesn't work? Are you tired of cycles that take you back to where you were before? I'm going to tell you, my friend, Elisha had a commitment in his heart. A man that God touched him and said, you follow me and I'll take you places. And the Bible says he followed him and he went through about six or six cities and several miles he traveled. He said, now stop here. He said, no, sir, I'm not going to stop here. I'm going to follow you wherever you go because you got what I want. you got to realize the church has what you need. Jesus Christ is your answer. I said, Jesus is your answer. The church is your solution. The church is a hiding place. The church is a sanctuary. It can help you. It can, there's no withdrawal when you come to God. When God pull you off, honey, you're free indeed. Elisha made up his mind, I want a portion. I'm going to tell you what he did. Elisha burned every bridge to bring him back to an old lifestyle. When you come to God, the only thing God takes from you are things that devalues you. The only thing God changes in your life are things that does not promote you. And God wants you to burn up the past and build up a new future. Stop building your life on the sand. That's always shifting. And build your house upon the rock. God is saying, it's best if you fall on the rock, then the rock falls on you. And so, one guy called, uh, uh, in fact, he's our name, he followed Elijah and stopped by the way. He wasn't willing to go the full distance. And then God outran him to the, to, the, to the prince gate and all that stuff. So he wouldn't go the full distance. But God always has somebody in your neighborhood that's going to be free. Amen. Here's a man locked up in the cemetery. 
full of demons. Faith possessed his life. He lost his identity. Like the world does to people today. Disfigure your faces. Disfigure your body. Disfigure your future. Disfigure your past. And you, got, you, lost, you lost everything. But here's this man bound by legions. And he was made up that the city couldn't help him. They chained him. He broke him. They tied him. He released himself. But still in bondage. And one day he saw Jesus. And all the devils in hell could not stop him. It was not too far for him to run to. When you see what you want, the distance come like nothing. I said the distance come like nothing. Whatever the requirements are, you'll be willing to put up with it. I want to tell you, I'd rather put up with salvation than sin in the world. I'd rather put up with church than the world system and the cabarets. I'd rather put up with Jesus Christ's gospel than the pills of the world because it's a whole lot better. And that man run to Jesus... And he never thought it was too far. He ran to Jesus, and the Bible said two things happened to him. He was reclothed and in his right mind. I promise you, if you come to Christ this morning, tomorrow your friend will recognize you. I want to tell you, I'd pass by that cigarette package and never touch it again. God gave me the power to resist. God gave me the power to say no to my habits that I used to have, to which I bow. Now I don't bow anymore. I could pass it by because I can say I'm free. I'm free indeed. God has set me free, and whom the Son set free is free indeed. In 1972, I came to Jesus. Young person in my 20s. Bound by sin and the habit of the world. Walking a simple church. <coughs> and I know it was the usual habit of church. Who wants to go to church? We always think only weak-minded people go to church. But of course it's not true. Church is not for cowards. Church is not for dropouts. Church is not for weak-minded people. Because this is a warfare. And our weapons are not carnal. And I walked in that church. And I heard I can be free. Indeed. Forever. I learned I could live without regret. I could live without condemnation. I learned I could be unshackled. I learned I could walk in a brand new man. Walking in my shoes. I no longer do the things I used to do. There's been a great change in me. I've been born again. Born of the water. Born of the Spirit. I'm free at last. I'll never forget. Jesus walked 30 miles to be baptized in water. And all you have to do today is walk five steps and you're in the tank. If Jesus walked 60 miles to be water baptized, how far is too far for you to go? I promise you, if you make up in your mind this morning to live for God, your friend will tell you you're going too far. We don't mind you visit church, but don't get committed. We don't mind you read the Bible, but just don't practice what it says. 
We don't mind you confess your fault, your failures, but just don't change from them. You're going too far now. Come on, that's all religion. Yes, my friend, but you forget one thing, I'm bound. And I want to be free. Come on, someone. Hallelujah. Mr. Last Comfort. Hallelujah. If I have to leave my friends behind, I got to leave my friends behind and make brand new friends. I want to tell somebody, my friend, resolution will not do it. He takes divine rev- revolution to get away from the bottle and from sin and, and darkness. When you make up in your mind, honey, you will make the discussion not too far to go. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The prodigal son, I study how far he went. He went 14 miles from home. There are people trying to run from church. Don't bring their religion to me. Don't, I don't want your religion. You're weak-minded. Da, da, that's a man-made. Well, who made your pop you drink? I'm asking the, the, the happy pop you drink and I drink in the world. Who makes it? Well, that's a man-made religion. Man-made Man wrote that book. Well, who wrote your textbook? Huh? Who wrote your textbook? Who wrote the procedure you're reading every day and chanting that doesn't help you? Huh? I tell, I tell parents, don't you ever call your kids ADHD. It's about time you take that label off your life. Stop being the world product label. It's time get to meet that little boy in the stable called Jesus. He can pull that label off you and make you a brand new person. The Bible says God told Nicodemus, you've got to be born again. You can't hang around with this old dead body on you. My friend, that grave clothing has to go. God did not brought you in this world to live in condemnation. He wanted you to be justified. He wanted you to be glorified. He wanted to be baptized and sanctified. Nobody's freer than the person in church. Nobody's more happier than the guy on the pew. Nobody's more happier than the one filled with the Holy Ghost. It's joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. And God blessed you in this life and the life to come. You've got no insurance like my blessed assurance. I'm trying to tell you, honey, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, come and try for yourself. And see how good God is. This is the way. There is no better way. He said, out the door, I'm the truth of the life. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The rich young ruler was rich. He wanted what I have until Jesus told him the price tag. Yes, you join the church or come to church, you will be required to come. Hello? To Bible study. You will be required to come to prayer meeting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And some folks said, You give that money to the church? Who do you give your money to? I want to ask you, where you spend your money? Are you a satisfied customer? Are you satisfied? Are you happy the way you spend your money? Are you involved with assisted suicide? It's a fact of life. Alcohol is a poison. I studied chemistry for three and a half years. 
It's a poison. Whether it be ethyl or methanol or whatever you call it. In Jamaican, 100% proof. That means 100% proof to kill you. Cut your lungs and cut your inside up. Hallelujah. Hello. It will cost you. And don't expect your friend to pat you on the back. Because you go to church. I never forget when I was about 24 years old. I'm going to Cadbury's to, to the tavern to get drunk with my friends at school. And when I'm going, this is about a German friend. Like, what about this? Going, going to church with the Bible in his hand. We're in the same class, doing the same stuff. I said, Stash, where are you going? He said, Church. I said, Church? That's what I said to him. Church? He said, Yeah, I'm going to use for this meeting. And the voice says, And so should you. <laughs> But I ignored the voice and went on. I went to the cabaret and friend, we all sit at this big old table full of booze and drinks. My friends never gave me money, but they always give you a cigarette and booze. They give you always a thing that will kill you, but a thing that will make you, they'll never give it to you money. They'll never give you a dime. They'll give you alcohol to cut you up and cigarette to smoke you down and kill you. And so we sat there and we drank. And after we finished drinking, everybody asked, you know, this is a bunch of lonely kids from the University of Alberta and Nathan are all over. We're all there, eh? What kind of drop-off kids of society? What's, what's new? Where is it happening? You go to a party now, friend. I've never said in church. Except someone slain in the spirit. You go to a party and man, it's a big crowd and everybody... Free for all. Pick what you want. Do what you feel like. No restriction. Some of them OD on the ground. Some are vomiting. Some are puking. Huh? And some of the gross stuff and you're right in the middle of it. And you know you're in the wrong place. Hello? And you can smell the death in that place. Is that living? Is that living? Nobody has said, You're going too far! You drink till head starts splitting. And Noah said, hey, that's enough. I'm going to tell you the honest truth. The only reason I didn't put it in my vein because I knew there was a hell. From a kid that told me there's a hell. And I was scared to death to pass on like he did because I thought I'd go to hell if I did. So I didn't push that in my vein. But I knew they were messed up. Hello? I said, I knew. One girl showed me a risk. You know, she's. I said, girl, you don't want to do that. I said, why not? I said, you go to hell. Here am I. On my way to hell, telling her she's going to go to hell. <laughs> Two miserable people talking to each other. I said, no, you don't do that. You go to hell, girl. You want to go there. But I'm going there too. I'm on my way. I'm trying to tell you, girl, you're going too far. Life can't be that bad. I said, it can't be that bad. So life can't be that bad. But I'm thinking I walk into the Pentecostal church just to stop a Pentecostal from inviting me to church. I got tired of being invited to the, I'm going to go this time. For the last time to shut them up. Look that up. I'll be shut in with God. <laughs> Hallelujah! 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 This 24 year old walking church sat down. It's almost a lot of empty pews. The bar had a whole lot more than it in there. 
And I walked over there, and they're singing and carrying on. And I was listening to the whole thing. And then afterwards, the church stopped. We're going to go home. And all of a sudden, I start shaking. I wasn't going through withdrawals. I was not hooking an alcohol. My foot started doing this. Here's your chance. Here's your chance. Now, church, let us send it to I'm looking back now. I'm so glad. I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain. I've been cleansed by His blood. I, I'm, I'm a joint here with Jesus. I want to tell you, honey, I had no idea what I'm getting into. But I knew I had to do it that night. I stepped in that water. At first it was as ice cold as being in, in Niagara Falls, uh, cold water. But afterwards it was really kind of calm and cool. I mean, warm. And that man baptized me in Jesus' name. I went down like a lead and came up like a cot. I was so light. I felt light. I felt good. Now the first thing I did was when I did that, I told my friend at school what I did. He said, Neil, what happened to you? I said, come and see. All my classmates and girlfriends have come back there and sat in the back pew. And they want to see what happened to me. And I thought, I'm going to give my demonstration what Pentecost looked like. So I said, I'm going to shout like I've always shouted and pray like I've always praised. It was all over. <laughs> they said, well, we're happy for you, but it's not for us. You're going too far. Going too far. What they don't know is I never drank since. Never smoked since. I was in my right mind. I didn't go too far. I want to tell you, honey, this is the day of liberty. Jesus Christ set me free and I don't have to go back and be entangled with the yoke of bondage. I want to tell you, church, I want to tell you, I married the best girl in the whole world. She ran the front pew here. What if I marry some old hag out there? I want... Come on, somebody. I can marry some old weirdos out there. Anyway, God gave me a good angel girl. My God didn't deserve her. Woo, sister, he shout hallelujah. Jump for joy. Hallelujah. Hey, young kids, hear me. We're free in church. My brother used to be disgusted at me smoking cigarettes. I guess, you know, people who smoke cigarettes are arrogant and ignorant. They think everybody should like that stinking smell of Nick. Nick is a bad smell. Hallelujah. And, and so when I got over my cigarette smoking and deliverance in church by being prayed for. I could not stand the smell of cigarettes anymore. And I'm not lying church. One day, when I came here, I walked by Peter Pond to go to a hotel to book for a, a preacher. 
And I walked by that place. The door opened up. I saw spirits coming out of that place. I saw spirits. Why do you think they call alcohol spirits? Because there's genies in that bottle. Quite close. Rebecca could be in this church right now. If Rebecca wants to go from where she's at to where she can be, I'm going to ask you a question. Will you get up and come? You don't have to walk the distance she walked. She had to travel over 400 miles to get to where Isaac was. But she had to say to herself, it's not too far to go. I want to ask you, how far is heaven? But you don't want to go there. Is heaven too far for you to make that change this morning? I didn't have no nickel pat on my body to quit nicotine. I didn't take nicorette. Let me tell you how bad that was. When I was in England and, and they closed the store down, I'm dying from rheumatic fever. I'm dying from it. And I need a cigarette so bad, I didn't care if I was dying, I want a cigarette. That cigarette had more, more grip on me than my sickness did. I could hardly make it home. Hardly make it home. That's so bad I was bound. But the cigarette was not too far for me to go to get it. Bondage. Enslavement. But you can be free. God told Israel, when you come through that river Jordan, your slave master will be washed off your back. When I take you to the baptismal tank this morning, you will never have to put up with that problem that you always have. It will be washed away. You can have a brand new life. He said, well, Pastor Neil, will my friend go to Cameron? I can't go to Cameron. My friend, I learned to dance in here. I can dance with my wife. and show you how we dance. You want to see us dance? I know what I'm dancing with. Hallelujah. Hey, that's with the wrong girl or some wrong guy. Hallelujah. I'm dancing with my wife. Who do you dance with? Let's stand. I'm free. I said, I'm free. I'm free. Next year I'm going to India. This year I'm going to China. If I was son of the world, you know who I'd be? A detox center. Or maybe in prison. Because I had around bad people too. I had around the wrong crowd, you know. Oh, I could be in a gang. I could be in my grave. You know that, guys? I could have been dead. Young lad, I could have been dead. Hanging around the wrong people. They carry guns. Carry drugs. You know, we packed up in cars, seat belts. What's that? We don't care about seat belts. We're at midnight just driving like a bunch of mad kids on the road. You know, we're invincible. Some of my friends died. I'm alive still. I cheated death in England a long time ago. I did. I did. And God didn't want me to be lost. I have no regrets today. It's not too far. It was a wicked thing when Jeroboam told Israel, it's too far to go to worship God. So Cheryl, was it too far to leave for a chip and live for God? Are you sorry now? How many times I see you as a cover girl on the billboard? I don't mean that the way they're thinking. The billboard, I see a picture on there. You didn't even notice on there. I see her in books. You could, you could be the morgue 
our obituary. Could have been that. Hello. Think about it, folks. Think about it. Think about it. God brought out of bondage divine liberty. Would you buy his right now? Is it too far to follow Jesus? How far will you go, Damon, to be healed? The Queen of Sheba traveled six months across the desert plain just to hear the, the voice of Solomon. 1,500 miles. Is there someone here right now? So the pastor, all, all the church wanted is your money. First of all, I didn't have anything to give. So they sure didn't get my money. <laughs> all they got is my problems. That's <laughs> all so they got, my problems, my money. I got nothing to give them but problems. Anybody here want to come? Step into your seat this morning. Anybody want to step up this morning? Could be free. 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 I make more revel- resolution now it's a revolution every year. I couldn't keep one. Thank you to Jesus Christ. I am not better than anybody else McMurray except for the power of God in my life. No more shackles. No more chain. No more bondage. My friends think I went too far. I don't face it right now. I didn't went too, I didn't went far enough. I'm gonna make that trip down that altar. I'm calling some of this morning. Is it worth it? It's a good life. God bless this precious lady. Who can come stand with her? Make that trip down the road. Anybody else? It's a good life living for the Lord. You'll never be sorry. You make one step towards Him. And you take a giant step towards you. Give it all. Give it all to Jesus this morning. There are people in this building that need to step out of their pews and walk down the side and say, God, it's a worthwhile step. I'm not going too far. It's, I haven't gone far enough. I gave my life to Jesus. It's worth it. He can't make a believer out of you. <laughs> See, my anchor holds. My your anchor can hold. I'm not here to shame anybody. I'm not here to condemn anybody. I'm not here to put you a spot. I'm trying to tell you, you deserve the best. You deserve the best life can offer. You can live at a higher level. You can raise the bar. You deserve it. Don't live any longer where you are. The raging sea. Singer, come on down. The anchor. Oh, come on, singers, come back up here. Sing again. Oh, it's spite of the storm. You don't have to go the way you're going. The anchor. Oh, the ship is better. That's right. The whole ghost is moving here. I used to be a victim. Now I'm a victor. Don't blame anybody, blame yourself. 
Too far. Ask God to help you. Ask Him to help you in your life. Ask God for a change of life. Ask Him for a new life. Ask God for a new life. Repentance and baptism is your state. Church. In spite of the storm. In spite of the storm. Keep praying, keep praying. Is it too far to go to live for God? Don't come short. Don't come short. Pray to Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Too far by doing this? 
sails are gone. I forever. Go all the way, go all the way.